to the Prophecy Club and also welcome to some new listeners out there. We have gone on some new stations, uh, primarily shortwave stations. So since we have some new listeners, let me take just a moment and introduce the Prophecy Club. The Prophecy Club used to be, in case you're familiar with it, a platform which we invited various speakers to come in and speak. We don't do that anymore. Yes, we still have the, I don't know, what, 300-some-odd DVDs available at WatchProphecyClub.com. But instead, the Prophecy Club today is basically answering the question, how does this news event relate to Bible prophecy? So who am I? Well, 1993, God called me to start the Prophecy Club. So that means for around 29 years, I have been trying to warn people that America is the mystery Babylon, just described by Dimitri Dudeman, and trying to teach them Bible prophecy. So what happened was, in 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation, and it was just going to be a project, but I began to get revelations. I got 30 revelations, two visions, and an audible voice, which I wrote into a book called Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. And yes, that's available at prophecyclub.com. Perhaps we'll get to talk about that another time. But on to our important topic of today. Personally, I am going to tell you right up front, I question what I'm about to read. I'm about to read a prophecy from Tony Arroyo. I don't question whether it is of God. I question if it's going to be accurate, some things that I'm about to say. And the reason is because right now, as I'm making this at 2.46 p.m. on a Friday evening of 1-8-2021, it appears. I said it appears, but it may not be so. It appears right now that Donald Trump is definitely out of the White House. Again, that's what I said. It appears. And I have not gone to a lot of trouble to do a whole lot of searching on all of the various alternative news sites out there. Yes, I know there's a lot of people saying a lot of things. One of them, I'm not even going to mention the name because <laughs> these are people that have already been taken off of the platform I'm on, which I don't even want to mention that name. Uh, the You might say the YT. So I'm not going to mention things specifically, but... What I can say is at least a lot of the alternative news is saying it is not over. They are saying that they believe that somehow or another Trump is still going to become a president. Frankly, I find that a little hard to believe. I have been praying for it. That is my earnest desire. And I think that if we don't have Trump in the White House, America is going to fall very quickly. But let me go on to read to continue reading this prophecy that I started on yesterday. I don't just read every prophecy, every word, every dream or vision someone gets. It has to be in the mouth of two or three witnesses, or it has to be something like they heard an audible voice or an angel visit or a vision or something like that, something that's very credible. In this case, someone sent it to me. I began listening to the guy and frankly, I was not really impressed in the first minute or so, but then the anointing touched me. So I decided I better listen some more, and then it touched again. And in the process of this, about a 25-minute video, it touched me about four times. So I know that God wants me to put this on the air. So I typed it up, and the more I read, the more I typed, the more I prayed about it. Lord, show me the deep and secret things the more I really believe that this is of God. Now, 
I tell you right up front, what I'm about to say today is pretty difficult. So stay with us. So December 27th, 2020, Tommy Aroimo said he was in bed about 11 p.m. The Lord spoke to him in a still, small voice and said, Son, do you want to know what I'm about to do right now? He said he turned off his iPad and said, Yes, Lord. He said, I closed my eyes, reclined on the pillow, but instantly I was in the midnight sky, hovering over a country. Now, let me just say, that's the kind of prophetic word I want. I want one where there's a supernatural event connected to it. Stan, how do you know this guy's not lying? I'll tell you why I know. Because when someone says something like they had an angel visit or a vision, or in this case, a translation, they lie about that. I've seen it. They don't live too long. <laughs> you don't lie about something like this and live too long. Or at least your ministry falls apart. So I'm pretty confident this is of God. Now, let's go on. He says, I was in the midnight sky hovering over a country surrounded by water. Jesus stood in the sky next to me, and I said, Lord, where are we? He said, we're in Luxembourg. He placed me on the ground in this country immediately, and I was with the Lord in a warehouse laboratory where I saw the word biotech. I saw massive conventions involving biotech. Now, he was shown 12 points. I've already covered the first six points in the previous two broadcasts, which, of course, you can hear by going to YouTube.com, typing in Prophecy Club, or, of course, here. You can also, the easiest way is to download our app, and you just go to the App Store or to Google Play and do a search for Prophecy Club, download it, and <laughs> that's the fastest, easiest way to follow this ministry. Okay, so let's go to number seven. Now, this is all specific events that he says he was told will come to pass in 2021. I believe that they are closely associated with what is going on in our nation, the White House, in the Congress, and with Trump, even as we speak. He says, in 2021, I will command the clashing of swords. Now, let me pause again. I want to pray again. Lord, show us the deep and secret things. Help us to understand your prophetic word and to make certain that we understand it correctly in Jesus' name. In 2021, I will command the clashing of the swords. Clashing of swords. Now, that sounds like war, but it could be just a battle politically, kind of like what's going on in the White House right now. I will command the clashing of the swords. Some will be prepared. Others will feel as though suddenly the swords have clashed. Many shall fall, and many shall rise. Now, you don't rise in war. Both sides get damaged. So this tells me it's probably not actually talking about a war. The Band-Aid, I will no longer pull off slow, but I will pull off suddenly. Meaning, the thing that's about to happen is going to be a quick thing. For a fight you fail to bring to the gates of hell, I will bring to your doorstep, O shepherds, that is specifically speaking to the churches, specifically to the pastors when he says, O oh, shepherds. In other words, a lot of the shepherds have been telling the people, Oh, you don't have to worry about all this trouble. Besides that, we're going to go into pre-trib rapture. Jesus is going to return in the sky. He's going to suck us up in the cloud, and we don't have to see any trouble. 
which, by the way, I wrote a whole book on that. That is a massive misunderstanding of the scriptures. You can find that one at prophecyclub.com also. I fight you fail to bring to the gates of hell, meaning that because the pastors specifically and the churches in general do not stand up and fight against this evil, God is about to turn it around and hang it around our neck. That's what he's saying. A fight you fail to bring to the gates of hell, I will bring to your doorstep, O shepherds. For you who said, do not engage, safety first. In other words, don't get involved. Don't run for politics. Don't get in politics. Don't do that Trump stuff. Okay? Those kind of comments. For those who said, do not engage, safety first, I will declare safety third. Engage, pursue, overtake, and recover all. Now, hang on. Those words are almost exactly the words. You remember that there was a group of people came in and stole David's wife and all of his concubines and all of his materials, and they ran off. So David, rather than just immediately go in after them, he said, bring me the ephod. Okay, now that's the golden breastplate that has the 12 different stones on it where they can hear the voice of God. So it's kind of like a phone to the throne. They brought the ephod to David, and David said, do I pursue? And God said, yes, you will pursue and you will recover all. See, that's basically saying the same thing. I'll read that last sentence again. For you who said do not engage safety first, I will declare safety third. Engage, pursue, overtake, and recover all. (laughs) This next thing I'm going to say, it's a little scary. But I'm going to tell you, I believe that this is what the interpretation is saying. Now, remember, this came December 27th. This came after the election. This is only a week ago. I believe it's saying that apparently this whole thing with these arrests, with Trump arresting a bunch of people, apparently, well, I'm going to just tell you what it says. What it's basically saying is it's not over. I want to believe that. I want to believe that. I pray for that. I pray and fast for that. But right now I'd have to say it looks like a really, really long shot. Come to the gate, stand at the entrance and at the mouth of the caves, for she has not done spewing out her foul spirits. For where you have said to my sheep, safety first, I will declare safety third, strength first, courage second, safety third. The souls will cry, they are not ready, these have not mastered the blade. Meaning a lot of the people that need to be in this battle are not ready for the battle. Well, boy, I will say that the average Christian doesn't know enough of the Bible. They don't know who they are. They don't know the power and strength and authority they have through the blood of Jesus. And so they're really not ready for the battle. But that doesn't mean that they can't join the battle. That's what it's saying. The souls will cry. They're not ready. These have not mastered the blade. But the Lord says, a generation will arise whose passion will be mistaken for pride, and his Eliabs will try to force them back into youthful folly. But I will let their results speak. I will no longer let the shouts of Goliath come into my ear. I will let them draw first blood, for these warriors will come as tiny challengers against the giants, the tech giants, the media giants, the entertainment giants, science giants, and they will win. Not by power, but because they know my covenant 
against the uncircumcised. Oh, boy, if you know what just was said, a lot was said. But unfortunately, it take a little bit of explaining on this one. Okay, so the first big question is, did you say Eliab's? Yeah, I said Eliab. Okay, who's Eliab? All right, do you remember that there was a battle going on that Goliath was hollering up to the Israelites on the hill, send out someone to battle with me. And if they win, then we will be your servants. And if I win, this is Goliath speaking, then you will be our servants. Well, David comes up bringing them some grapes and things like that. And it was Eliab that turns, and here it is from 1 Samuel seventeen twenty-eight. And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spake unto the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why camest thou down hither? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and thy naughtiness of thine heart, for thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. Now, here's the way we say that today. David, you little kid, what are you doing here? You left the sheep. You left them untended. I know what you did. You just came down here because you wanted to see what was going on. Well, that's when David said, I will go down and I will fight with this uncircumcised Philistine. So what's this saying to us today? It's saying that God is going to raise up people that a lot of people are going to say, no, you're too young or you're too uninformed or you're not prepared. But it's saying that God is going to empower them and give them the victory that these warriors that a lot of people would say are just tiny challengers against giants. God is about to use. Now, hang on. Think about it. The other day I said, click like, share, and subscribe. And if you don't know how to share, just ask a 10-year-old. <laughs> and that's true because some, I mean, even me, uh, at 67 years old, I have to turn around to my son or my daughter and ask them, how do I do this? Something to do this, something technical. Because the younger people are the ones that really know about the technical things. Well, that's what it's saying. The younger people are going to rise up in the future, and they are going to do the fighting that us older folks should be doing. Now, this whole paragraph, what is it really saying? Somehow it's saying that there is a battle. And I don't think it's a war. I don't think it's a bullet war. I think it's a war of politics having to do specifically with tech giants, media giants, entertainment giants, science giants, and it may have to do with Trump. Now, I have to say right now, it looks like he's done, he's over, he's finished. But there's a lot of the alternative media out there saying, nope, nope, he's not. I don't see how, <laughs> but I don't know all. I'm just simply interpreting the prophecy that I believe is of God. Point number eight is a constitutional crisis. Wait a minute. We don't have any constitutional crisis, any questions about constitutional issues today, do we? Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> when Texas and what was it, uh, 12 other states filed a suit against other states and the Supreme Court simply would not hear it, that is a constitutional crisis. We actually have several constitutional crises going on right now. So I don't think that, well, I can tell you the interpretation. The interpretation is, <laughs> this is saying that Trump's not done. 
and I can tell you again, my wife and I, as we watch TV, as we check in all the alternative news sources, for many reasons, it would appear he's done. But I'm telling you the interpretation of the prophecy given December 27th is it's saying Trump is not done. But let's go on. Declare a constitutional crisis, not just of state, but for my bride. Now, what's going on there? See, really and truly, this whole thing with Trump, it's not a political problem. It's really a battle between light and darkness. It's not really a battle between left and right. It's a battle between is Christianity, is Jesus going to win or lose? So when it says declare a constitutional crisis, not just a state, but for my bride, oh, oh, that's talking about today. My brothers and sisters, let's go on. For she does not believe her prophets anymore. Ooh, did you feel the the toes get stomped on then? See, most, and I'm even going to say it, I'm going to say it. I don't mean to offend, but I'm going to say it. But most of the people that call themselves patriots out there don't go to church, don't read their Bible, and this fits them rather tightly. They do not believe her prophets. Just like right now, I'm reading a prophetic word. I don't understand this. You mean God speaks like this? Well, yes. I mean, that's the whole point of this broadcast is to hear what the prophets are saying these days. There's a call. There's a call in the Spirit for all of the people whose fathers and grandfathers and those before them were Christians. There's a call in the Spirit for you to return to the Lord Jesus, to pull out your King James Bible, throw the other versions away. Don't let anybody read them. Throw them away. For she does not believe her prophets anymore. <laughs> That's America. For they have grown weary of them and have said, how these prophets have become politicians, and I'll even say it this way, so many people think that the church is only after their money. The Lord declares his word against you. Did I not declare an 11-day journey from Egypt to Canaan? Did I not say today, if you will hear my voice, harden not your heart? Now, I'm going to have to read through this, and I'm going to read several things. If you're not really schooled in your Bible, you won't understand it. But I'm going to try to come back and explain it, because this part is about to get real deep. If you will hear my voice, harden not your heart. That's important, but you probably don't understand it. I declare it to a nation of lies to trust me. For I could work out for good what the enemy worked for harm. I declare it to a nation of lies. Hmm. Now that would be America. How many times do people who call themselves Christians, much less the ones that don't even attempt to, how many times do people that call themselves Christians tell lies? How many, pe how many times do people that call themselves Christians let filthy words, curse words, profanity come out of their mouth? How many times have you been around someone and they can't talk without cursing? See, we have become a nation of lies, and I'll even add to it, a nation of filthy mouth. I declare to a nation of lies to trust me. See, right now, and again, I'm, I'm questioning this too. Right now, it appears that Trump has lost. It appears that the Christians are done for. It's appeared that God is no more. He's left America. That America has been just turned over to Nancy P. and Chucky Baby. 
I want to believe. I say I want to believe. I want to believe that it's saying that there is still hope. I declare to a nation of lies, trust me, for I can work out for good what the enemy worked for harm. Does that sound like it's talking about today? Because it sure does to me. 2021 shall be a year where you should be lengthening of the journey, but the shortening of the time. Meaning there's a lot of work, but there's short time. Kind of like they said, got a long way to go and a short time to get there. For I'm not counting up, I'm counting down. Meaning Jesus is not counting how long we have to stay on earth. He's counting down to the time when he returns. Meaning it's soon, it's short. For I did not lay before you Trump versus Biden. I did not lay before you Brexit versus Remain. I did not lay before you Vax versus Anti-Vax. You know what I'm talking about. Neither did I lay before you Black versus White. A divider has done this. A divider has known that a kingdom divided cannot stand. I allowed the divider to know what is in your hearts. I brought you to the valley of decision, and the division that I make before you is life and death. The Lord says, Why, O church, have you traded good for evil? Why have you traded evil for good? Why have you traded light for darkness and darkness for light? Why have you traded sweet for bitter and bitter for sweet? Now, those are important words. I'll explain in a moment. For in doing so, you have grieved the Holy Spirit. I am against the shepherds who have healed my people slightly, saying, Peace, when there is no peace. I will separate in this season the carnal bride from the spiritual bride. I will allow for the great divide, but a wandering season will declare it. Okay, back to the scripture part where he says, If you will hear my voice, harden not your heart. Well, that comes from, by the way, that is only found in the King James Bible, and it's only found one time in the entire Bible. And it's in Psalms 95.1. And it says, O come, let us sing to the Lord, let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Now that's verse 1. But if you skip down to verse 7, it says, For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture. We are the people of his pasture. Hmm. Now I think that that's talking about America. Because out of all of the 198 nations out there, without question, we're the only one that even tries to hold up the name of Jesus anymore. Certainly not Israel. We are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if we will hear his voice and harden not our heart, as in the provocation, in other words, as when we were tempted, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me and proved me and saw my work, forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is the people that do err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. I believe that's talking, sad to say, for the most part about America. In other words, we are the nation that's supposed to be holding up the standard, lifting up the Bible, spreading the gospel. But instead, we aren't doing what we're supposed to do. But, he says, if you will hear my voice and harden not your heart, I'm going to turn it around. But I think that's only going to happen if we do a lot of fasting and prayer. But that's, that's the good news of today. Now let's go on. I declare to a nation of lies to trust me. Oh, that's America. He's saying, America, you got to trust me on this. You got to trust me. For I can work out good when the enemy worked for harm. 
that's where we are right now. 2021, he says, shall be a year where you shall see the lengthening of the journey, but the shortening of the time. I want to believe you're going to see some good. I want to believe that's what it's saying. For I'm not counting up, I'm counting down, meaning I'm coming soon. For I did not lay before you Trump versus Biden, nor Brexit versus Remain, nor Vax versus Antivax, nor Black versus White. A divider has done this. A divider has known that a kingdom divided cannot stand. I allowed the divider to know what was in your hearts. And I brought you to the valley of decision. Boy, are we there today. Right now, today in America, we are in the valley of decision. We are deciding where our nation is going to continue or not. Whether we're going to have freedom or not. Whether we're still going to be under the Constitution or not. Whether we're going to be a republic or not. That, my brothers and sisters, that, that's talking about us today. A divider has done this. The divider has known that a kingdom divided cannot stand. I allowed the divider because he wanted to test us. He wanted to know what's in our hearts. How do we do? Well, I think it's saying right now, right now the church better be praying. church better be fasting and praying for its nation. Look, if, if the left really gets in, if they really do what they want to do, I mean, I just heard Boxer, the mayor of Washington, D.C., just today say that they're planning on making Washington, D.C. a state. And if they're going to do that, then they're going to do that in Puerto Rico. That means that there'll be four more Democratic senators in the Senate, and that means they'll rule the Senate and the House, and they'll have the White House, and America won't have much longer. America will be torn apart. America will become a communist nation. Kisses goodbye. But I believe this prophecy is saying, if America will pray, if America will pray, I'm going to turn it around. The Lord says, why, O church, have you traded good for evil? Why have you traded evil for good? Why have you traded light for darkness and darkness for light? Why have you traded sweet for bitter and bitter for sweet? In other words, why have you walked away from Jesus, the God of your fathers, the God of your forefathers before you? Why have you walked away? It goes on to say, in doing so, you have grieved the Holy Spirit. I am against the shepherds who have healed my people slightly, saying, there's a preacher of breath. No, I'm no, it didn't say that. It says, but that's really what it's saying. The, the shepherds that say, oh, you don't have to worry about all this. Everything is going to be okay. Oh, even though Biden's in, everything is going to be okay. No, it's not. No, it's not, my brothers and sisters. We are about to lose our nation. And our, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not holding signs. They're not... Writing and calling your congressman, although calling your congressman is a good idea, but that's not where our strength is. The weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, loosening the angels to do warfare. Here's the way it sounds. I send out the ministering, protecting guardian and warrior angels to go and to, to do battle over America, to destroy the works of darkness, evil in high places to destroy the principalities and powers and rulers of darkness, to bring down this evil plot and to give America the victory in Jesus' name. That's, well, that's the way it sounds. That's the way it sounds. I'm against the shepherds who have healed my people slightly, saying peace, peace, when there's no peace. I will separate in the season the carnal bride, in other words, the Christians that try to do things in the flesh, from the spiritual. See, we got to do it. Our battle 
is on our knees. A fasted prayer on our knees. That's our strength. I will allow for the great divide, but a wandering season will declare it. When a nuclear device goes off, it produces an EMP electromagnetic pulse, and it fries every computer chip unless they're protected. The good news is EMPShield.com has devices a military testing facility says are 100% accurate to protect against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. And they come with simple installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV, and electric generators. You can have electricity in a blackout. EMPShield.com. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. This helps Prophecy Club. That's EMPShield.com. Promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. EMPShield.com. EMPShield.com. Each single Prophecy Club DVD is a gift of $30. In that you know the Internet is going away one day, it is a good idea to actually have the disc. However, at WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you.